Welcome to the Buyers Agent Institute podcast, the show that will take you from your nine to five to living a life on your terms. We hear from the experts themselves, sharing how they created their success and give you actionable steps to help you create a lifestyle by design. Becoming a buyer's agent requires passion, dedication, and great mentorship. This podcast will share with you all three so that you can turn buying property into a career. So um, I guess when we first started the business, it was, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it takes a bit of time, a bit of nurturing, but um, to be honest, I didn't expect uh, it to, to be in this position now in such a, a short space of time. No, that's, that's, uh, that's a guarantee, yeah. Welcome to the Buyer's Agent Institute show. The purpose of the show is to bring awareness to buyer's agents, to bring awareness to the career opportunities that this sector is providing people, to bring awareness around the value that buyer's agents are providing to people who need help buying property. Our goal with the show is to strip back and dive into the remarkable stories of buyer's agents who are paving the way forward in one of the fastest growing real estate sectors right now. Our guest today is Ben Pohl. Ben's been investing in Australia himself for over 15 years at a national level. Ben's professional background was in the finance sector. He worked at an executive level and at a CFO level. He's also a chartered accountant, so he loves crunching the numbers. Ben is now running his own buyer's agent business called BFP Property here in Australia. He's buying at a national level for his clients and really empowering and mentoring and showing his clients what he has learned and developed for himself over the last 15 years. I'm really excited to introduce Ben today. Welcome, Ben. Uh, thanks, Ben. Good to, have, good to be here. Thank you. So we are chatting earlier and... I was pretty surprised, well not kind of surprised, but you've signed up 10 clients in two weeks or three weeks? Yeah, the last, the last uh, three, four weeks it's been, it's been uh, a bit overwhelming, but uh, yeah, it's been, been really good, been really good. Did you expect it to, to grow this quick? Uh, no, no, so um, I guess when we first started the business it was, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it takes a bit of time, a bit of nurturing, but um, to be honest I didn't expect uh, it to, to be in this position now in such a, a short space of time. No, that's, that's, uh, that's a guarantee, yeah. So you were previously working in the financial sector. Yes. Did you ever think, you know, five years ago or before that you were going to move into real estate? No, no, 100%, no. So I didn't, didn't really have an interest or um, didn't really cross my mind. So <clears throat> at, yeah, say, five years ago, you know, really keen to, to expand the, the, the finance career and, and continue to grow. So no, I never really had the thought process of uh, becoming a buyer's agent. I mean, my, my story is I was working in corporate only for four years mm. and then transitioned into the, the buyer's agent role in business. And that was still quite difficult with that change. I mean, you, you've had 15 years experience in that sector. How was that transition for you? Yeah, it, it was, um, I guess it was a, a big leap of, of faith. Um, I guess when we did the course, um, it really got me interested in, in sort of taking that, that, that deep dive into, into the business. Um, personally, yes, I, I've used my own buyer's agent um, for, for a few properties that we purchased in the portfolio. So I, I understood the process and, and really liked it. Um, and, um, and I thought that with my experience, I could, I could add something to, to, to my clients. So um, I guess it, it was a, still a, a difficult decision to, 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 to dive into the business. Um, but I guess I took the decision to do it part-time, I guess, originally. 
Um, so doing some consulting in the CFO space, part-time business, and then uh, five months ago, I've um, decided to go full-time, which has been great. And is this your first business that you're now running? Uh, yes. As any entrepreneur running your own business, you've got to work bloody hard. But I guess you do have some flexibility. How have you found it? Yeah, uh, it's been really good. So I guess background of, of uh, being involved in, in managing large businesses, but it's totally different when you're running your own. Um, that's, it's been a bit of an eye-opener. Uh, but I guess with my background, it's been able to, I've been able to sort of make it work from a finance perspective, finance perspective, operations perspective, I kind of understood the process of, of how to run a business, um, but it's still daunting, right, when, you, when you're doing it on your own. Um, from a flexibility perspective, it's been fantastic. Um, you, you, do, you do need to work hard, I guess, as, as everyone knows. It's, it's a tough gig and you need to put in the effort, but um, I guess from my perspective, it's, um, I've got a really young family. It's given me the opportunity to, to spend a bit more time with them, I guess, and being flexible, being at home when when needed and um, it's been really good. I remember when we caught up and you were uh, working uh, as a consultant for the CFO for that uh, mm. company and mm. you were doing the buyer's agent work part-time and you were considering jumping into it full-time and I, I remember speaking with you and I was thinking, well, you've got a massive track record mm. building a portfolio for yourself on a national level and you've obviously got such a significant financial background so you know, looking and analysing data and helping mm. clients and yourself making you know, effective decisions I, I always just felt you were going to absolutely nail it. So, I mean, do your clients, when they meet with you, obviously feel that with your background and what you've done, like personally and also professionally, that you add a lot to the table? Yeah, yeah. So pretty much all my clients have, I guess, jumped on board. And I think they're really, they're, they're, it's kind of a unique, I guess, position where you're a chartered accountant and now also a buyer's agent with that you know, significant experience in investing as well. So a lot of clients have really sort of been drawn to that. Um, and I guess there's a whole bunch of other things that I can bring to the table. But um, yeah, from a client perspective, I think that's what, what's kind of been a bit of my draw card, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Are you following a similar investment strategy for yourself with your clients now as you're running your new buyer's agent business or are you following a different strategy you've developed? Yeah, 100%. So I've, I'm only investing in locations that I've personally invested in. It's something that I've, I think it's been um, um, something that I really decided on early on. Um, I'll only invest in a property that, that I would personally invest in. So there's a bit of vested interest there. Um, so my, my personal philosophy is exactly the same pretty much to, to what I'm adopting for my clients. Are most of your clients coming with, to you with similar objectives or are you finding it's quite unique, like are some focus more on the growth, some focus on yield? Are you finding different strategies for different people? Yeah, so we're getting some people that have you know, got some significant, a large portfolio and they they're looking for something with a, a, bit of, a bit of difference, a bit of X factor, whether it be cash flow play or whatnot. Um, but then we're getting a lot of first time investors that I guess are at the, the, the early on stage of their portfolio. Um, so we're looking at predominantly growth assets for those guys. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag. And you're doing resi only, not commercial? Correct, yeah, so residential only. I think commercial is, uh, it's, it's something that I'd probably get into later on down the track, but I think it's, um, probably more of an education perspective from my, from my end um, before I, I think, go into that market. Yeah, nice. And I also saw online that you've bought some owner ocs. Yes, yeah. So I have done, um, I've done a couple of deals um, in the owner-occupied space, very different to, to dealing with investors. It was an enjoyable journey, um, but I think it, um, it sort of highlighted, I think, where my, um, I guess, my interests and my, um, probably my, my passion lies. And the thing I do really prefer to deal with, with investors 
But having said that, there's a couple of others that have come on board that, that want assistance in buying their own homes. Um, and I'm happy to, I guess, you know, help those guys out as well. How are you enjoying like mentoring your clients? I'm sure with your experience now, when you take the client on the journey from, let's say they're an unsophisticated investor that never, you know, purchased or bought a, or built a portfolio before, mm. are you enjoying mentoring them and coaching them around your philosophies and what you've done? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really enjoyable um, uh, part of the, of the role. Um, you know, people coming on, coming on board and, and not having any idea of what it's about, right? Even a mindset change too. So helping people, I guess, open up their mindset and, um, and look at opportunities outside their own backyard. Um, so it's been a really enjoyable, I guess, part of, of what I do for my clients. It's, it's just giving them that grassroots education on, on all things related to property and I guess you know, helping them leverage off, you know, the experience that I've attained over the last 15 years. Nice. And have you, obviously it's been a short period of time, but you've, have you had any clients go for the second one? Yes. Yeah. So funnily enough, yeah, I've had um, three clients that have bought, bought um, two properties each quite, quite quickly. Uh, and I've just taken on another one that's looking at three. So there are people out there that, um, I guess, are sitting on, you know, sizable equity in their home um, and you sit down with them, you build a strategy and, and they're happy to, I guess, buy multiple properties at the same time or within a short space of time. So that's been quite enjoyable. Are you finding when people come to you, are they really aware of buyers agents and the value and the service? Or do you feel like when you're meeting with them, you're educating a lot? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, as we know, the, the, the industry is still very in its infancy. Um, there are some people that, that do have the understanding of what a buyer's agent is. And I guess it's then just you explaining to them, you know, the value that you bring to the table. But there are a lot that, that also come to me and, and a lot of other buyer's agents that they have no clue of, of what we do and what we're about. So it is a bit of an education process. Um, and look, you know, it doesn't suit everybody, and as, as we all know. Um, but the people that, that we can serve and we can help, they understand that concept and, and they can sort of really, you know, see the value that we can bring to the table and, and they jump on board and it's really good. Have you found it challenging articulating value to the potential clients who don't really have an understanding of what we do? Um, look, yeah, it can be challenging, right? So I guess my background is there's no, um, I guess, education around sales, right? I'm not, not a salesperson and I never will be. Um, so sometimes it can be a little challenging in, in articulating, you know, the value that you can bring to the table and what we're about. Um, but um, I guess, you know, every day I'm learning something new of, of how do I guess, you know, portray yourself and, and the service that you provide. So you're learning every day, yeah. What are some of the key uh, reasons you're finding why people are engaging your service? Like, is it time poor? Is it they've never bought before? Is there a common theme of reasons that you're noticing? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it really is. So I'm mainly working with, you know, busy professionals. So it's time poor, not having the time to, to devote to, to research and not knowing where to start, right? It's, I think, a bit of analysis paralysis. And, and I know that I felt that many, many years ago when I was going through the process as well. Um, there's so much information available that people just don't know where to start um, and, and they don't want to make mistakes. So I think leveraging off you know, the buyer's agent is, you know, you, you're really, it's a bit of an insurance policy, right? You're, you're leveraging off someone that's in the market every day that, that has access to the data um, and that's, that's kind of, um, I guess, the, the value that, that these people are seeing. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, didn't, I never really understood when I started the, my buyer's agent business 10 years ago why buyers didn't want a professional. I mm. mean, never grasped it. I mean, real estate agents represent the vendor and the buyer is 
communicating with the real estate agent who's representing the vendor who's not even working for them, mm. it never really stacked up. No, no, you're right. It's, um, again, it's, a, it's an industry education process, which I guess we're doing through the, through the Institute. It's just making people aware that um, when you're looking for a property and you're going and speaking to the local selling agent, look, they're going to be helpful, but you know, we need to, they need to understand that their vested interest obviously lies with their, their client being the vendor. If they want some independent advice, they'll need to, I guess, to come to someone like a buyer's agent to get some of that, some of that unbiased uh, assistance. How are you enjoying negotiating with the real estate agents now that you've got clients, you're not doing it for yourself, you must be doing a lot more negotiation. How are you enjoying it? Yeah, look, that's a fun part of the job. It's, um, it, it is enjoyable and it's, it's about getting the best deal for, for your client. And um, uh, yeah, again, you, you learn something new every deal that you do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good fun. And in terms of like speed to buy, is there like an average time, I know you've been doing it for about a year now, but an average time that you're buying for your clients from sign up to exchange? Yeah, so I think the quickest was probably about two weeks. Um, then some clients that have some, uh, you know, some tricky briefs, uh, it can take up to two months. I've had deals that, that have taken that long. Um, probably more so that the owner occupied um, clients that I've dealt with, it does take a bit, bit of time. Um, so yeah, it's kind of within that three to four week is probably your average period now. An average purchase price that you're doing with your clients? So um, if we're looking at, we're predominantly looking at um, a lot of your affordable markets and your growth pockets around the country, it's probably around that 450 to 500,000 mark is what we're spending on um, for most properties for our clients. Yeah, it's a good sweet spot. And in terms of the property management, you're not doing property management, are you? No. Okay, so you obviously pass them on to a, obviously a highly reputable agency that facilitates that management yeah exactly yeah so as part of the process we'll put people we'll put our clients in touch with with other professionals being you know conveyances and and obviously your property managers as well so we'll give them a couple uh to choose from and it's up to them to really make the decision of who they think will be best suited to them yeah nice and in terms of your clients have they come from marketing or like how have your clients because i mean you've got you've had 10 in a short amount of time, like mm. where have they come from, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so it's a bit of a mixed bag again. It's, um, it's I think in the early stage of the business, it was my personal network, um, putting my name out there and then people saying, yes, let's do it. Um, um, some referrals from partners, being mortgage brokers has probably been my best. Um, and then I'm actually already seeing referrals from, from past clients, which is really, really great. And I think that's the, the model that you would like to get to. Um, and then there's a little bit on, face, on, on Facebook and, and, and other social media channels. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be on a couple of different podcasts. So you do get your name out there and, um, and people reach out that way. Yeah, I mean, we were talking earlier about that referral-based business and, you know, to get to that, you know, 80%, 90%, even 100% referral-based business is really the nirvana of where you want to get to. 100%, yeah. So if you can, if you can base your business model on, on a you know, referral-based model, I think it'll be a, a sort of like you said, a nirvana. Absolutely. And what about next year for, for plans for your, I mean, your business? I mean, it's growing quickly. You're getting a lot of traction. Uh, you're signing up a lot of clients, doing good deals. What are the plans for 2020? Yeah, so um, like I mentioned before, I've just engaged um, some marketing assistants. So a lot of my, um, the business hasn't really been um, reliant on marketing as such, um, but I'm really just becoming a little more sophisticated in that respect. And things like systems and processes, it's just really, um, you know, mapping them out and trying to refine them using technology wherever possible. And um, I think in this day and age, we're quite lucky and fortunate that we have access to some really cool tools that, um, that can streamline your business. So, so next year is really about just growing as much as we possibly can. Um, but also, you know, we want to, I want to 
um, keep the business um, a, a decent size where it's still a boutique type of agency. I don't really have the plans of, of sort of just growing for the sake of growing. Um, I think surface levels is, is crucial um, for, for what I'm about and what I'm offering. So um, as long as we can grow, but also sustain, you know, solid um, you know, client service, then that, that, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, the client service, you never want to drop that. I guess, with the, just going back to owner Ock, you went through that experience, you wasn't where you need to be. Would you consider hiring a buyer's agent to carry out that for your company? Is that something that you'd look at? Yeah, look, absolutely. So um, um, that would be an opportunity if, if I had you know, a bit of um, you know, an influx of, of inquiries for the owner Ock space. Um, especially, I'm based in the hills of Sydney and that is a bit of an untouched market for, from a buyer's agent perspective. There are a couple of operators, but I, f- I see that as a big opportunity. Um, so yeah, potentially that, that's something um, that, 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 that I could look at. Awesome. And where, where can people find you? Um, so websites bfpproperty.com, um, all the, the links to, to emails and phones are on there. So. And your LinkedIn, I'm sure. Yeah, someone LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and obviously the website. You know, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. No, no, thanks for It's been me. awesome chatting. And I mean, from my perspective, just seeing someone with so much experience like you, uh, not just in buying property, but I think just professional experience. And then in the short amount of time, like literally less than a year, get your business up and running, mm. doing deals, signing up clients, and really take the leap of faith to move on from the corporate world. It's a lot of courage. And I mean, just seeing that from my, from my lens has been... I mean, it's inspirational. It's been, an, it's been amazing to see what you've achieved. So I just wanted to say congratulations, and I know you're going to smash 2020. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Cheers. So we're closing up now, and for those of you who haven't seen Ben, you can visit his website at bfpproperty.com. Ben is super switched on with servicing investment clients on a national level, so I highly recommend you check him out. As he said, you can check him out on LinkedIn or Facebook, Instagram, but visit his website. We'll see you next week. See you there. find out more about how you can become a stellar buyer's agent yourself, head to www.buyersagentinstitute.com.au.